I forget that it used to be Thursdays. And then the reunion was the next day? These guys it listed as the 20th. That feels weird. Yeah. I don't but, think that's right. But maybe it just like went until midnight. Oh, yeah. I guess if they're doing like local New York time. Yeah. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that really makes you decide, is Rosie O'Donnell better than Brian Gumble? Have we taken a step up or a step back? That is the devil's threesome. <laughs> Brian Gumble, Rosie O'Donnell, and Survivor? And you. Ooh. Well, I mean, like, you be, like, the, the royal you, like, putting yourself into as the third person. <laughs> I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared... Tell me more about this devil's threesome. Why does Rosie O'Donnell sound like Donald Trump? I hate it so much. <laughs> she just screams the yeah. entire time. At least Bryant Gumble was cringy, but he let them talk. It's the affluent New Yorker who likes to hear themselves talk. All it was was Rosie O'Donnell talking about the things that she liked from the season. Yeah. That was the reunion. I will give it to Rosie O'Donnell on that. It's she... Seems to be a fan and seems to actually have enjoyed this. Yeah. And isn't just doing this for the paycheck. That is true. I wish we could have learned more about the actual people that were on the stage, though. Yeah, we didn't talk to a good chunk of them at all. No. <laughs> anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have so much to talk about. We'll do emails at the end. Anything okay. you want to say before we jump in? Well, how are you doing, Stephen? What, uh, the world wants to know. The world doesn't want to know. The, the world doesn't need to know. Well, okay, a quick story time. My adventure from this week. You had a great and interesting heist story. I had a stupid one. Okay. <laughs> the, I ordered headphones because I got... I'm mm. shifting positions in my job. And they deliver them to my house. Which, Best Buy, if you're shipping to a home, maybe don't put bestbuy.com in big, bold letters at the top of your packages. Maybe not a great idea. Anyway, they got to my home. I get the email saying, hey, your package has arrived. I'm sure it was hours later, but still. I went down and checked immediately. It was on a Saturday. They transferred from UPS to post office, mm -hmm. USPS. And so it wasn't there when I went down to go find it. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just confused. Tracking is off because... Where USPS tracking stops, uh, the post office doesn't have any tracking, so maybe it's just not going to come till Monday. Whatever. I go back up, I leave it out, out of my mind, and then my fiancé brings up a box the next day saying, Hey, your headphones arrived, but the box is open. And I'm like, that's not good. Someone went into the box, opened it up, opened up the inside box with the headphones and put in their own AirPods into the box of AirPods, trying to make me think that they didn't, like, I'm just not going to notice. One, they were the wrong type of AirPods. They were <laughs> AirPod Pros, which I'm like, okay, whatever. Give me newer, a better model. But they were disgusting. They were old. They were covered in earwax. The case was all scuffed up. I was 
pissed. <laughs> so angry. But thank you, Best Buy, for being kind and refunding my purchase. And I just, they're like, yeah, we can ship you new ones if you want. I'm like, no, no, no. I'd, I'm just going to buy them here. Like, to we, go to the store, yeah. We can't get you the refurbished model because we don't have them in, in the store. I'm like, I don't care. Just get, I, I will buy new, I am not shipping things to my home now. Yeah. <sighs> Theft go up. Theft go up. When you hoard wealth at the top, people can't afford to buy things and then they have to steal things. Yeah. I'm just mad. Yeah. So yeah, now my HOA is getting a camera, hopefully. That's good. Hopefully. I, having worked with HOA before, not even directly, because I was renting from somebody who owned the condo, it'll be up in three years. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anything you'd like to say? No. I mean, I started my uh, yearly XCOM 2 run that I will not complete. You poor soul. Well, I mean, I got mods to make it harder. So wait, you say you won't complete it, but you made it more difficult on yourself. Yes. And I'm going to be doing an Iron Man. Not the official Iron Man, because the game's buggy as hell. Okay. So I want to have more than one save. I've had too many people I've known that have done like a, yeah, enable Iron Man, so there's only one save allowed. And then the game crashes, and the save is unplayable, and they lose their whole game. So I'm going to be doing what's called a Bronze Man, which is just an Iron Man where you keep yourself honest instead of only having one save. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I downloaded like a whole pack of mods. I don't play, if for anyone who does play XCOM, I don't play the Long War mod anymore. It ironically is too long. <laughs> I played it during the pandemic, and I think I went on like four months of playing it like every single day for a couple of hours. Dear God. I was like doing other things. Like I was like watching TV, I was doing it and all that, but I wasn't even close to done. And I was like, this is too much. This is civilization to the extreme. This is like a game of risk that you play with yourself over the course of a year. And I was like, I can't, I'm, I can't do that again. <laughs> I do that. I do something stupid like that. <laughs> you know what's not stupid? Finale bumper? Finale bumper! All right, so this episode actually came out uh, just three days after the previous episode. So there was nothing that happened in the world. Like, I looked it up, and nothing of, of note was really going on in those three days. This was a Sunday finale from a Thursday episode. So I got nothing to talk about. Good. Not good that you don't have anything to talk about. I like hearing your, your lovely tones. Oh, thank you. But we have a lot of episodes There's to talk so about. so much episode. So let's jump into it. Season 4 finale, The Soul Survivor, which I feel like we've, we talked about briefly. We were like, are they all going to be named The Soul Survivor? No. They should be. No. <laughs> they should not be. Jumping in. Kathy's reeling with her vote. Kathy's reeling with the last tribal council. Doesn't feel good. I don't like that vote. Didn't like how it happened. I might have made a mistake. Did I fuck up? Yes and no. Mm, tell me more. I don't think Kathy fucked up. I think that Kathy... It's funny because she started at the bottom, but nobody wanted to go to final two with Kathy. Nobody wanted to be sitting next to Kathy. It's true. So it didn't matter what she did in the end, which is hilarious because so many of the previous episodes were us, were us speculating, like, or me speculating, yeah. what Kathy's best play was, but everyone else was evaluating correctly that Kathy had played a really fucking good game and nobody wanted to be sitting next to her. Yeah. Kathy, despite her awful start, turned into one of the better players in this season. Yeah. 
One of the better if, players... If not of, the best player of the season. Well, one of the better players of any of the four seasons thus far. Yeah. Like, she played better than anyone in Africa. I agree. She played... Uh, Australia and Borneo are a different game mm-hmm. entirely, but I think played better than anybody in Australia. Maybe Tina played better, but we never got to see. Yeah. And, I mean, Rich played a better game, but he, Rich was playing a single-player game. <laughs> we're talking about her as if she's already gone, but she she isn't at this point. No, true. We're, we're reeling with this day. Pascal looks even worse than I may... He says, I look worse than I probably have my entire life, and he is correct. He looks like shit. I point out in the last couple episodes, Pascal's deterioration, and it comes to a point. It does, and... Off camera. Yeah. The game is probably lucky that that happens off camera, because had that happened on camera, I don't know that they would have known what to do. He would have had to be pulled from the game. Yeah. Because... Well, well, like, like lucky it happened once he was already out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, insane. So much of the beginning of this episode, though, is filler. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of filler in this episode there's in general. so much. This episode could have been an hour of runtime and been totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> a third of it is filler. Yeah. So I'll skip through some of this filler. Kathy and Nalia sing on the raft. Nalia trusts Kathy 100%, though. feel like that's a bad read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy does a racist accent. Uh, and decides to... It, Confucius. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Vesepia's sick of these people. Vesepia's sick of these people. Also, I wrote down one of... And, like, Pascal's been more of a piss baby the last couple episodes, Uh pretty pretty much since Sean went home. Yeah. Which was last episode, actually. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a a tendency of talking about things, like, to make it fair, but really that is only when it benefits him. Like, he's talking about, like, oh, I thought, since we're doing a trivia challenge, I thought it would all be fair for us to, like, <laughs> sit down and compare notes. And, yeah. like, no, you're trying to steal V's homework. <laughs> like, you didn't make the connection, so therefore, uh, somebody help me. When you see that she has a fucking notebook of it, and you're like, hey, uh, what you got over there for me? It's not like this is a secret. It's not like they're blindsiding these people with this challenge they've done this challenge every single season up to this point yeah so i don't know man figure it out (laughs) yeah we get to the immunity challenge well the pre-immunity they're they're realizing oh you got to do answers people are trying to get answers out of sepia who clearly took the most and best notes sepia only gets one question wrong the entire time yeah it was the first question which was about a challenge rather than a person. True. True, true, true. What I think is funny about this is that her way to get out of communicating with these people, the answers, is to just play dumb. Yeah. And it works. People aren't like, oh, come on, Vesepia, you know. She's just like, nah. She's like, I think it started with an I or whatever. Then she tells us, she's like, I know what her fucking name is. It's partial answers. Partial answers to get by, skate by and say, yeah, I think it's maybe this. And it could have been the wrong answer. I, that If V was actually as devious as Tammy and some of the other members of the jury tried to make her out to be, mm-hmm. she could have just given them wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> but V realizes that she has to win this challenge. Oh, yeah. Up until this point, like it's very clear that Kathy is going to go with the other two. Maybe. I do wonder if Kathy won the challenge. Or hell, even if she didn't. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she would have made a similar play. We'll get there when we get there, okay. but I want to talk about that. Okay. We get to the challenge. It's trivia. First to ten this time, though. Yes. As opposed to a, we ended this question. 
I find that a better way to do it. I agree. It's less likely to have a tie. Yeah, less likely to have a tie, but also less likely to just like, well, one, Jeff had a huge stack of questions there. Yeah. They were prepared. They weren't going to run out of questions. Less likely to have a stupid tiebreaker question. Yes. Well, and there wouldn't necessarily be a tiebreaker. It would be, let's, you know, if two people got to 10 at the same time, mm-hmm. then just keep going till somebody's wrong, like Correct. spelling bee rules. Yep. So that's great. Yeah. So it's all questions about their game, questions about people who have already been voted out. Did you have any questions that you want to highlight from this? Well, the one that V gets wrong, it, I also got wrong, and it's kind of misleading. What was the first immunity challenge Correct. that Rotu lost? That's the kicker, is the immunity word. And, and everyone got it wrong except for Nalia. They all said it was the it was the totem challenge, but it was the SOS challenge. Correct. They did lose the totem challenge. However, that was a reward challenge. Yeah. And the next one was the SOS challenge, which was beautifully aided by the totem challenge. Right. It, that's why it's like double dirty, but like it's, 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 or it's not dirty, sneaky. It's double sneaky. The challenge before that, the reward challenge, was the first challenge that Rotu had lost at all, mm-hmm. but it wasn't an immunity challenge. But also it's the reason that they lost the immunity challenge. <laughs> the, some of the question highlights, Sean's girlfriend's name, what Rob was telling people he was leaving to do instead of going to Survivor. Which I think is, a, we, we talked about it off mic, I think it's mm-hmm. a rule that you can't tell people you're going on Survivor or at least people don't often do it. I'm sure at the time before like social media where they're like, yeah, we gotta at least keep this confidential. Yeah. And people were like betting on Survivor. They were like mm-hmm. d- sports books taking these bets. So I'm sure there still are. I'm sure there are too, but... Not not to that fevered pitch. Yeah. That feels weird because people definitely know the answer. And I'm sure you can't bet mm. on it if you're... Yeah. But still. Weird. And actually, does anyone know the answer? Like, it, you would know... To, someone has to edit. True. Someone has to tally the votes. Oh, yeah, I guess now that they don't do finales live. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't have to tally the votes, but someone has to monitor the votes yeah. to make sure there aren't any BS votes. That's true. Because if there are BS votes, you can't just, like, call someone up and be like, you fucked up. <laughs> like, Change your vote. Like season one where clearly Sean didn't, or forgot about the immunity rule and tried to vote for the person <laughs> who had immunity and had to cross it out. Yeah, yeah about that. <laughs> Who is a watermelon seed spitting champ? Gina, I guess. Okay. She's that's why Jeff was so into her. <laughs> she's she gotta be the throat goat with she, that skill. Oh no. Gross. <laughs> I made it gross. Who has a flag belly button ring? And here, here it is in my hand. Does anyone want it? No. Nah. No one wants to see it. They're like, no, thank you. I do not want to touch somebody else's belly button jewelry. And the question that is the kicker in this one. What is John's military branch? What, yeah, that he was a medic. He was in. a medic. I mean, yeah. And all of them said army except for Vesepia that knew it was the Air Force. Yeah. So it was It was down to Vesepia and Nalia. Mm-hmm. One of them, they were up one question on the other two. And honestly, the fact that this was as close as it was, was pretty great. Yeah. We've seen some of these challenges where someone is god awful at this. It pulls way ahead. Yeah. I mean, Pascal's not very good. Pascal's a few questions behind, but it, it wasn't out of reach by any means. I agree. He yeah. could have been in this. People drop questions. They ask something about Nalia that only he knows. I don't know. 
Even Nalia herself. (laughs) I know her better than I know me. (laughs) Vesepia wins. Vesepia, first to ten, Vesepia gets immunity. So you think if anyone else won... Kathy wouldn't have tried to make the same deal with Nalia. Yes. Or, or with, with, uh, with, with Vesepia. Yeah. Why? I th- well, it's the timing of it all. This could have been set up at any given point, and she wouldn't have had to air it out in front of everyone, which she was clearly uncomfortable with. She mm. could have made this deal with Vesepia saying, hey, if one of us wins, we'll take the other one, and then her odds are better. That's true. That's a good point. I was thinking about, I was like, well, last episode, nobody came to, and I was like, wait, it was Kathy that they had to come to. Mm-hmm. So, and she actually pointed out that that was weird. So if it was anyone else but Kathy, I'd say, no, but there's a precedent for this, but you're right. I think she was prepared to take her... Chance at final three immunity? Yeah, take her chance, because she knew she could beat Pascal, because Pascal is a walking skeleton at this point. <laughs> yeah. and she... Pascal would have stood up there for two seconds and gone, nah, I'm no, head out. I can't do this. <laughs> and she's clearly underestimating Nalia's ability to do this challenge, yeah. as, she, as they talk about later in the episode. So I think she thinks that this is her best way. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, okay, I agree with you. And she also sees it, I don't know if this, like, spur in the moment, like, oh, I can just get to the final two if I make this deal. Like, there there it is. I can do it one way or the other. And then, unfortunately for her, the worst case scenario happens, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, and while she's making this deal, first of all, they have not told us the tiebreaker rules Correct. before this. Nobody knows the tiebreaker. Like, it, they, they don't announce it at any point in the season. Yeah, you're right. The contestants didn't seem to know. Nope. That is wild. <laughs> Jeff straight up calls out Kathy and is like, hey, you expect that this is going to be a trivia challenge. I haven't said anything about that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Imagine, also, imagine prepping yourself for like, okay, I'm ready to go do this tiebreaker challenge and then be like, <laughs> nah, you're just down to luck, you Good luck. You fucking dingus. Yeah. Uh, Pascal is such a dick during this part. And also probably because he's actively decaying. Like, he is in rigor mortis. <laughs> but Kathy's, Kathy's talking about, I don't remember what it is, but basically strategizing. And he's like, mm-hmm. don't put words in my mouth. And she goes, well, that's just my opinion. He's like, well, don't put words in my mouth about your opinion. And it's like, okay, Pascal, so are you going to vote Nalia then? No. Well, then shut the fuck up, because that's what she's talking about. No, it's not what she's talking about. She's like, hey, Pascal is clearly tired. He, his body can't handle this game. Oh, that's and he, right. And he's like, don't speak for me. That's right. Okay, you're right, you're right. But it hadn't, but like, even then, I'm like, yeah, Kathy, or Pascal, Kathy's trying to figure out which one of you to vote for. Mm-hmm. Like, she's making a case one way or another. She's not speaking about what you would prefer. She's weighing the pros and cons for herself. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Not often do I say, let me defend the old white man. Sure. I think he's right in this scenario to be like, okay, I I can't just let her drag me through (laughs) the mud and say, I clearly need to go. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think think what rubbed me the wrong way was like, just his being like, put words in my mouth. I was like, it's not... She's not talking about your words. She's talking about her own. Oh, no. He wasn't very tactful about his response, <laughs> but he's clearly correct. And he's also a walking skeleton at this point. Yes. So I can, uh, like, we learned the reunion at some point he just stopped eating. 
Yeah. He went on a hunger strike? I'm sorry? So, like, he's, he's, my, my guy's hungry. He's, he's real, he's real hangry. My guy needs to go. We, yeah, we tie. They, they make this deal. They tie. It's a 2-2 split between Kathy and Nalia. Yep. And there, I do want to point out before the vote, there was a really sweet moment of Kathy, like, literally being brought to tears, having, like, hating how much she had to make this choice. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's the game. And I'm glad that she did it rather than what we've seen a lot of people do up to this season, which is basically take their ball and go home rather than have to make a tough choice. No! I don't want to. Love Kathy. (laughs) So we then have to be sat down. Jeff's like, all right, we have to come to a unanimous decision. Someone has to get the votes, or we're drawing rocks, baby. Thank God they have pivoted to this already. Thank God they saw Africa and were like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, we gotta, this ain't, this we, ain't it. We gotta fix this. Also, I'm glad that it's not, like, I know they say unanimous, but I, I did have to check with Steven while we were watching the episode. Like, they don't mean unanimous, including the person going home, right? <laughs> no? Okay, good. No. That would be stupid. That would be very dumb. There are very few people who would be like, well, clearly we tied, but I want to go home. I'm done. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't work that way. I could see, I could have seen like Pascal do it for Nalia or something, but like that was the only world I could see it happen. Yeah. So we we get Jeff in his, his bag. We have two yellow rocks and one purple rock. The purple rock sends you home. And interesting... Because I knew who was going home here. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this play out, and I'm like, okay, he's going right down the line of the two people who are safe first, draw first, and then Pascal last. So Pascal gets whatever's left. He really doesn't have a choice in the matter. Sure. And when he reaches into the bag, he says, ah, feels like a purple rock, Jeff. I'm like, oh, how right you are, my friend. How right you are. It's unfortunate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he gets he gets that purple rock, he falls down on the ground, and apparently might not have been able to get up. <laughs> well, and as far as I know, he's the first person to ever go home without a vote against him. Technically, he is the second person to go home without a vote against him. Do you want to do some math quick in your brain to be like, okay, who was the first? You're not going to like it. Scooping. It was scooping. It was Scoopin'. Scoopin' goes home, the medical evac with no votes. He never had a vote against him. Yep. Wow. Huh. <laughs> our, our, our main man, Scoopin', making history. <laughs> Fuck you, Scoopin'. <laughs> the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast uh, has to say... Fuck chi- Scoopin'. Child predators are bad. It shouldn't have to be said. But we have to say it. <laughs> I hate this planet. <laughs> anyway, Pascal goes home. How do you feel about Pascal? He's a complicated figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked a lot about how, like, the stuff he says always, com- like, has a tendency to come up against the line of, like, racism. Yeah. But also, he's a judge in the Deep South in 2002. And also, the people of color in this season made it a lot farther than the people of color in the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So who knows how many other people would have had, who would have seen the situations look closer to Pascal than I would have liked. Yeah. On the flip side... He's a pretty good competitor. He's abrasive, but not, like, overly so. Mm-hmm. He can be a bit of a dick. But <laughs> when he was on screen, I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's hard to beat coming in the top four. I think this is kind of, you know, 
if you simulated the season 10 times, I think this is probably close to his ceiling. Like, I don't think that he, if he's on a tribe that struggles early, I could see him being an early boot just for, because he wasn't very good at the challenges. But I enjoyed having him around. <laughs> I'm going to take a strong opinion that a lot of people might not agree with here. Okay. I think his biggest weakness was bonding himself to Nalia. Oh, I agree. I think that had he played more as a free agent, he wouldn't have been as much of a threat in the five scenario. Well, I kind of agree. But the thing is, he never got any votes. He didn't. Nalia kind of acted as a shield for him. Nalia picked up votes along the way, but he never did. That's fair. So I think, I, I said I agree, and actually now I think about it, I don't think that I do. Okay. Because it never really put a target on his back. I think the only person that could have beat Kathy was Pascal. Oh, I agree with that. But for some reason, the people around him didn't see him as a threat. Why was V going after Nalia instead <laughs> of Pascal? I don't know. I think it was more of I just don't like you. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's quite possible. <laughs> or... We see V being very strategic with her final three decision, mm -hmm. or with her uh, giving up immunity. Yeah. She also probably knew what the last challenge was going to be, since it had been that for the last, for every season to this point. And Pascal is evaporating. Yeah. So it's like, well, I can beat him in a stamina challenge. You You want to take Pascal into that challenge. There's yeah. no way in hell he survives that. No. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I also love that the slingshot challenge of all the women mm -hmm. foreshadowed this final three. A little bit. And I also love that we came in with, I thought it was never going to happen. Like, I thought it was far-fetched that we had these two groups of two and Kathy, and we end up with one person from each group of two and Kathy in the final three. Yeah. And it happened. That's kind of amazing. So I want to congratulate you. This was your best prediction of the entire season. <laughs> it's the only one I got right. <laughs> where you're like, I could see a scenario where Kathy tries to force a tie and see what happens. And you were right there. Unfortunately, that was the only one that you got right the entire season. The entire season. season. So, oops. <laughs> Pascal does not come back. That's not shocking. No, Pascal rides off into the sunset. I can't imagine anyone would physically let him play this game ever no. again. His, his bones were <laughs> fucking falling apart at the joints. Yeah. Nothing about that man. He, if a stiff breeze came through at that point in the season, he would have been the kite challenge. <laughs> Take him away. <laughs> Where is he now? So part of the reason why there isn't a whole lot of information out there about Pascal is because there is a big headline about Pascal and everything kind of gets sucked into that. Pascal has to resign from his judge position. And I don't say have to, he does it voluntarily. He is caught cheating on his wife with a public defender. Oh. An assistant public defender. So I don't believe that this is a person that he had power over no but well uh, i don't well the thing is a, a lawyer argues before a judge that's fair so not not control of that per of that i assume woman's job yeah. but over her cases possibly yeah. and maybe he recused himself from her cases but it's still not a good book and i like i said i hesitate to say this because like i don't know it's 
It's it's not. You're right. It's not a good look, but it's personal life. Yeah. And it's not like he's committing a crime here. Yeah. But like, ick. Ick. Yeah. I think he's still married to his wife, as far as I can tell. Okay. And not dead. Not dead. Okay. Yeah. Let me just double check that. And make sure he's not <laughs> dead. I don't think he's dead. I believe he is alive. Okay. I mean, for somebody that talked a lot about virtues <laughs> and all of that, it's a, it's, a I bad, know. it's a bad look. It's We don't need to dwell on it, though. Like you said, it's it's personal life. It's not like he's committing a crime. Yeah. The difference in this scenario and, like, a scooping, like you said, it's, oh, it's way di- different. Yes. It seems like they were two consenting adults, even if the even if it's a little icky with the with power dynamic. But yeah. moving on. <laughs> Have you ever seen the awful... Christian meme of the myth of two consenting Yes, adults. yes I have. It's two people and they're like, I consent, I consent. And then it cuts to a picture of, I think, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And he's like, didn't you forget someone? And I'm like, does Jesus have to consent in my sexual relationships? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According to the church. All right. So he's always watching. Yep. Jesus is a freak. Jesus is a freak. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. We got a 3 a.m. Jeff wake up call. I literally wrote, it's 3 a.m., Jeff. Why are we doing this? You want to think about that, though. They had, just had a tribal council, which I'm assuming went to about, like, 10, 11. Yeah, I guess. They had to hike home, get in bed. They maybe slept for three hours. Maybe. Maybe. Gross. Fuck off, Jeff. I would hate that. They don't want to repeat season two where they were all standing on those fucking four-foot logs for 16 hours because there was no difficulty to it. Yeah. So now they're like, we're going to wake you up early. Uh-huh. You're going to build a boat. You're going to hike all day. We're going to put it where the sun is highest in the sky, and we're going to put you in these weird body positions that you have to maintain. Yeah. <laughs> they want to make this as tough as possible. They want this to be an endurance challenge, and they want you to be pushed to your limit. Yeah. Which I can appreciate. I yes. think that's fun. I I think today's Survivor challenges, final challenges, are a little more short bursts of focus. And yeah. they, they test your focus and your ability to like stay in the moment, but not to the extent that this is. Like, yes, one one slip up may cost you in these other challenges, but they're not as grueling as these are. Yeah, having, well, we'll get to the challenge, but having to hold three points of contact and not not being able to have a fourth. Yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Jeff's like, hey, build this canoe for no reason. Why? (laughs) Again, last time I will have to say it, reeks of like, fuck, Jordanian desert, we need to fill this time somehow. Uh, Build the boat. We need to add culture in there, Jared. Build a boat. Build an outrigger canoe. Nothing set up. There was nothing set up with the culture of the island, and it, they had a shortened timeline. I get it, but like, just don't don't do it half ass. Just don't do it then. <laughs> and then, okay, he, he, Jeff lays out the itinerary for the day. He's like, "All right, you're gonna build this canoe for no reason. You're gonna go tattoo yourself. You're gonna do a cleansing ceremony, and then we're gonna have a challenge." Which my dumbass, when he said tattoo yourself, remember the the history story. Where they talk about like the tattoos getting hammered in and how it's very painful. And he said, you're going to get traditional Marquesan tattoos. And I was like, 
What? <laughs> I'm sorry? They're tattooing them with hammers? Yeah. Like, I thought, like, maybe they get, like, a dot or something. Like, eh, we're a pound with a little bit of ink Spike in you. Yeah. Or, like, it's just paint. <laughs> it's life, just paint. life is pain, Jared. Paint. Oh. Well, life is also pain, so don't Life is paint. <laughs> life is paint. Don't smell the paint. <laughs> anyway, once we're done with our Ikea canoe... <laughs> <laughs> It's what it was. They just came, it came in pieces, and they just had to tie it together. You're that right. Was it. Apparently, they had good teamwork. That Vesepia and Kathy t- were really good at knots, and Nalia was just sent to fetch the water. This is the most successful women's alliance, and it wasn't an alliance at all. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah. So they get to the tattoo scenario or tattoo place, and they're just painting themselves. Were they just given a bowl of paint in a clearing somewhere? That's what it seemed like. There wasn't any, like, hey, here's some symbols that we encourage you to make. I don't think so. I don't think so either. V just drew a body count. (laughs) She just, like, drew the members of the tribe with their names and the number they were voted off in. V is stone fucking cold, man. V draws a graveyard. (laughs) Yes! Like, holy shit, V. All right. Nalia's tattoos looked cool, though. Nalia's was objectively the best tattoos. Kathy had, Kathy had some good ones. There was some 16 people dancing. There was a waterfall. Like, not bad. V's was bad. <laughs> v was not a good artist. No. <laughs> Sorry. And then while they're doing this, though, Nalia overhears Kathy and Vesepia talking about their final two plans. Mm-hmm. And Nalia's like, don't count me out. We haven't even done the challenge yet. What's 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 this? Yeah, you can't talk about tomorrow. We're doing today. Yeah, that's that was a little shitty. Like, why are you guys doing this right in front of Nalia? Which doesn't come to fruition anyway. But nope. wild. And then because V is stone fucking cold, man. Yeah. So then we do the walk of shame. Go go look at all these sticks we put on the top of a mountain. And this time, everyone has met everyone that's on this walk. Or not? If they haven't, like somebody has met everyone on Correct. this walk. But this is the first time that we don't have, like, not the first time. This time we don't have opinions or thoughts about these people. We're just showing brief clips yeah, and moving forward with a nice montage. So it didn't matter that we knew all the people. We just passed right on by it. Oh, look, it's Peter. Ah, yes, of course. I really want Survivor to do a first Boots season. I would kind of be all for it. Yeah, every single person that wants to, that were first boots on their season. And then imagine being the first boot of that season. You're the ultimate loser. You poor soul. Survivor. Jeff, if you're listening. Jeff, make it happen. Please. Also, Jeff, put me on. I'm, I'm in. Put me in, coach. Let's do it. First boots and Steven. First boots and Steven. <laughs> I love it. Can I just, like, hide... Can I be, tell everyone it's first boot, but then I just like lie and say I was a first boot of the season that hasn't aired yet. Oh my God. (laughs) So nobody knows. Oh, I'm dying. Anyway, then after they pass the really gorgeous landscape, and this is truly gorgeous. This is a, a beautiful, beautiful hike that they go on at the top of the mountain. They then get to the purification ritual. With Minoy oils. Minoy oil, Minoy. <laughs> and this is exactly what Jared said as we're watching this. Minoy oil. And then Stephen says, Ah, yes, drink the forbidden mustard. <laughs> it's 
what it looks like. <laughs> it does. It just looks like they're covering themselves in like really thin mustard. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a yellow oil. It's they they wipe it on their faces. They dump it on their hair. Apparently, get, it smells good. Yeah, it smells good. Because Jeff makes a comment when he's taking the immunity necklace from V of like, oh, you, you smell good. Not used to that. Yeah, that's a first. Thanks, Gross. Jeff. Gross, Jeff. Way to be creepy and abrasive. Of the things that you can do in Survivor. Don't smell people. <laughs> that doesn't go over well. I'm thinking of Biden memes, but I'm not going to do oh, that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, we do the things. We put flowers in our hair. And then we get to the challenge. And Jeff explains, all right, we've seen this before. It's two logs that you have to stand on. They're on different heights. So you, and angles. And angles. So you're like leaning in. And then you have to have three points of contact, foot, foot, and one hand. And you can't have that fourth hand touching. That is the hardest part, I think. Yeah. Is I would want to be, I would want to like maybe adjust myself yeah. or like touch something down low. No, that... That sucks. And as opposed to season three, this idol is actually symmetrical. So there's not one side that just has a handle while the other two sides are sheer faces. <laughs> but there's not a whole lot like excitement going on in this challenge. It no. just is a hold it all together, build up your confidence, build up your strength, and just go. And these three women are really strong competitors. Mm -hmm. They lock that shit down. After all we talked about getting woken up at three in the morning, having to build the Ikea canoe, yeah. paddle it over, walk a, what looks to be a considerable distance. Yeah. And being like a thoroughly physically exhausted from 38 days of constant surviving. They're up there for over four hours. This, insane the strength and endurance is really impressive and willpower yeah and just imagine if pascal was up there he would fall down oh pascal would have stood up there and gone nah <laughs> can't do it sorry at pretty early on we have conversations between v and kathy saying if if nulia goes down we just end it right we're just done. We don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, makes sense to me. Nalia's sitting there like, I will use this as fuel. <laughs> I will never go down. Nalia collapsing to a spite singularity. <laughs> and about two hours in, we have to light some torches, which made... I, I didn't realize it was going to be that late. Yeah. I thought it was going to be earlier in the day, because he's like, yeah, it's going to get hot out here. And then two hours later, it's already night. Yeah, that must mean they didn't start till like... What's like six or later? Yeah, I don't know. Depending on the time of the, of the time year. of year and all that, yeah. Which means they were out in a uh, out in a boot, out in a boot for like thirteen hours. I'm sorry, I'm the Minnesotan one here. <laughs> Stay out of my lane. They were out in a boot <laughs> for about thirteen hours before this challenge even started. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, Fuck. I am tired. Just going to work. Doing all of those things, waking up at three in the morning, nah, forget about it. I hate yeah. that. Wow. Can't do it. So, four hours in, Nalia says, hey, watch your blouse. The camera can see down it. To which Kathy looks down, tries to fix, and then falls. <sighs> Two things. Three things. Four things. Keep going. Uh, I'll stop at three. Thank okay. you. One, Kathy was never going to win this challenge. Like, do you see her body when she stepped down? 
like she couldn't hardly move and she says actually like i was going to try to give it one more hour but that was mm -hmm. all i had in me and from what we see and hear from nolian v they would have made it more than another hour sure i don't think nolia did this intentionally i don't think it was sabotage no i don't either and kathy for my third thing yeah you're on camera it's not lies kathy yeah they can blur you. You've watched this. We've seen Richard Hatch's naked ass. <laughs> like, you're not you're not going to be showing your breasts on TV. Yeah. I'm sorry. And C also, CBS Kathy, won't allow it. Kathy, you peed on a man. It's true. That's a good point. Why are you worried about a nip slip? It, I get, I get <laughs> I, I understand. Instinct, it's though. a very human reaction. Yeah. It's not like it was clutching your pearls. Oh, I have to cover up. It was a, oh, let me quick adjust this. Yeah. And that's all it took. Yep. NV with fucking ice in her veins. Yeah, not, I, they didn't show the exact time, but I want to say not less than five minutes later, or not more than five minutes later, she's like, hey, Nalia, let's make a deal. Like, I'm sorry? And Kathy's sitting there just listening to this, absolutely astonished. If I step down now, you take me to final two. Wild. Fucking brilliant. It did... It was risky. It was risky. Because At v, this time in Survivor, it's super risky. It was super risky. V, v set a vote on fire. Mm -hmm. Like, good luck getting Kathy's vote after that. Yep. Even though, and V had a good point in Tribal, but didn't explain it well in, in the Tribal Comes Up, where she's like, hey, wait, the deal I made with Kathy was Kathy taking me to Final Two. I didn't say I was going to take her to Final Two. That's got a good point. But she didn't say it like that. She said it like, her dragging me and like do i want to be the one to drag her and like making it more of a merit thing rather than like a hey i didn't actually agree to what you think i agreed yeah, to you're right it wasn't well explained but i see the logic there oh i do too and I, if she had made her case stronger in that tribal i think kathy's vote would have still been up for grabs like at the fi at the final three tribal i see what you're saying kathy seemed pretty sour grapes though yeah she's pretty pissed <laughs> yeah I, I might be too i say that though the game is so different now that yeah. respect the game and respect how you played. Like, you bamboozled me. Take my vote. It's such a more common thing now. Like, that yeah. happens all the time. Which I think I prefer that. I do too. I don't like a bitter jury. <clears throat> I don't either. And we'll talk about that a little bit. So, we go right from this to Tribal Council. Where apparently... We, we walk everybody in, we walk in the jury, but we're missing someone. Pascal apparently didn't make it. He, he They were sitting there waiting to do their tribal council, and then he apparently just, like, collapsed. Like, passed out. Didn't even do the challenge for him to pass out. Yeah. Imagine him trying to sit through a tribal council after doing that challenge. I don't think he would have made it. I, the, what's wild... I mean, I think you're right. I think, had he not gone out by random chance he probably would have passed out doing that challenge mm -hmm. or passed out somewhere like imagine the episode if it's on the hike yeah to the challenge that pascal passes out has to be medevaced like, what do you do in that scenario you have your final two yeah there it is what i mean there's nothing else you can do i mean you can try i guess you can try to give him fluids yeah and the two of them still compete and then they can choose to take Pascal or to take the person they competed against. But, because really at that point, the game is done. Like, but but then again, 
you have to make it 39 days. That's and you a good didn't point. make it. You made it 38. That is one of the core tenants. Outlast. Yeah. You gotta survive. <laughs> That's it's literally in the name. In the title. <laughs> yeah. So we we do the tribal. We have a weird moment where John has to talk. Yeah, they let John talk. Yeah, John's like, yeah, um, he showed signs of dehydration, so get an IV in him, he'll be fine. Which this is where, I mean, you and I watched part of the, uh, part of episode four, or season 44, episode one, mm-hmm. and they just had like a full-ass interview with the medical team Yeah, on that. They still try to pretend the medical team doesn't exist this, at this point in the show. Sure. Like... I feel like in a modern season, if that happened, like a member of the medical team would have given that speech rather than John, who happened to be a nurse. Yeah. You need to continue with 44. That episode, it only gets crazier from where we stopped. Okay. It only gets crazier. We ended as soon as someone was medevaced. If that tells you anything, there's still half an episode left and it is so wild. Keep going. Okay. Not tonight, because we're... We're going to be very tired. We're going to be very tired. Anyway, we do tribal. Kathy's like, hey, I, I, talk, I took this moment. I talked to my dad during that challenge. It was very emotional. <laughs> I had a hallucination. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Kathy was going to win this game. Kathy, Straight up. Kathy was going to win this game. What do you think the vote... Let's say it's her and V. Mm-hmm. What's the vote spread there? Like, Sean maybe gives V her vote, but I don't even think that's a lock. Like, I, I could see it being 7-1. Yeah, I I think it's 7-1 or it's 5-2. Who do you think the... I guess it'd be 6-1, not 7-1, but who, who do you oh, think... Sure. Who else do you think besides Sean? Uh, in that scenario, I could see where Nilia would also be a little bit of grapes and not oh. vote for Kathy. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I can see that. But I also... I don't know. I think Kathy still wins and wins pretty <sighs> handedly. So, good. so, Kathy is voted out. Does she come back? Kathy comes back. Hell yeah. Kathy will be back in All Stars. Hell yeah. She deserves it. Yeah. Kathy was very much a fan favorite. And of course she was. People, I mean, you heard in the reunion, not the reunion, yeah, the reunion show, reunion, yeah. where they just say her name and the crowd goes wild. They lose their goddamn minds. Yeah. We had to like stop and shush them. So now that we know, so does do Nalia and V come back? While we're here? No. Neither one. Neither one comes back. <gasps> wow. So your returnees from this season... Are Boston, Rob, and Kathy. Correct. The ones who made it to the summit. <laughs> it's the summit. They had to get there so that they could go further in Survivor. Wow. So why is it... We'll, we'll get to it, we'll I get guess, to it. about yes. why they don't come back. That's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. A lot going on. And also we learn after this vote, we get to hear Nalia and V's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And they're both like, I was going to take the other one anyway. Yeah. Like Nalia's like, oh, I was going to take V. So that was a great deal for me. And V's like, I was trying to find a way to not go with Kathy. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think everyone also saw the writing on the wall that if I go with Kathy, I'm going to lose. Yeah. I didn't expect them to be so astute. Yeah. This is the first time that people are kind of making this decision, whereas... Colby was like, I just want to take somebody, I want to take someone who I feel good about going against. Yeah. Stupid Colby. The dam broke this season for sure. Yeah. I, I'm so fucking hyped. (laughs) Yeah. Also, V has a uh, confessional that's basically, being a Christian is awesome because we get to do shitty things and then not feel bad about it. 
Like, that's basically what she said. She's like, I just ask for forgiveness and I'm good. She didn't say shitty things, but it certainly feels implied that you're like, yeah, I could do anything and just ask for forgiveness and boom, we're done. It's wild. <laughs> Oopsie doops. I know plenty of people like that, though. You said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, we, we wake on day 39. And then this is just all filler. It's until, all filler. Until we leave for Final Tribal, it is all filler. And you you did. You you leaned into me and you're like, I'm having a hard time caring about what they're saying. The most interesting part about this for me was that the animals come back. Yes. The, the animals that kind of like we see glimpses of, but they run away. They're just right up in camp. They're, There's only two people now. Yeah. They're not afraid anymore. And they don't have to be afraid anymore. Because no. no one's going to kill them. Mm. You don't have time to skin these animals. <laughs> yeah. Nalia sets stuff on fire. Yeah. We see bitter confessionals from the, the jury members. The walk there was, was a little interesting. So first of all, the V and Nalia side of it is literally just Nalia saying bye to random objects. <laughs> They're just walking down the beach and Nalia's like, bye coconuts. Bye sand. I'm like, okay. But yeah, like Igor's just mad that... They're women. Like, that's basically his confessional is like, uh, they had vaginas and they beat me. Uh, Tammy wants to gut both of them. John probably says... Could. Probably could. Tammy's a beast. Yeah. John has a quote, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you got these Bible thumpers lying out of both sides of their mouth. I hate both of them. Never did I think that I would agree with John. <laughs> yeah. I wish John came back. Ugh. I do too. I think John would be... A, there's so many good candidates here. Yeah. Of John, of... I can't believe Vesepia hasn't come back. That's, that's insane. That's a travesty, really. And then you said early in the season that you did not like this tribal council set. It really did strike me when they were in it in final tribal, where I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of lackluster. Yeah. You could see it a lot more when the the jury has to like have stools off to the side yeah. and they clearly don't have a good place to put them. So they kind of have to like shift the stools around to get good angles at people. It's it's just a very empty stage, which is fine. Yeah. Doesn't work for tribal council. Yeah. Yep. So we get to final tribal council. And I'm going to paraphrase a lot going on here. Sure, yeah, me too. Opening statements, Nalia, I didn't stand a chance, but then I did. Nalia was basically, I had fun, and thank you for dragging me here. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is not a good, that is not a good opening speech. But also, like, vote how you feel. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. Better than Tina's final tribal council speech, but... I, I can't argue with this. V's opening speech I thought was pretty good. I had a vision. I had a strategy. I wanted to build relationships and prove myself. And, and I didn't. I didn't want to be dragged along by anybody. I wanted to make my own decisions. Yeah, and I think great. I think that showed. You set up three pillars for yourself that were consistent and echoed in the game that you played. Yeah, and then we get into the individual questions. <laughs> questions with big quotes. Questions with big quotes. Some of them had questions. There were not a lot of questions. There is a reason for this. The wild thing is the ones that had questions had good questions. Yeah, but. Only about half of them had questions. So, like I said, there is a reason for this, and okay. I will, I'll talk afterward. Okay. 
Tammy, <laughs> I was going to lie. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, she's like, I was going to come into the game and lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you two hypocrites and liars made me feel bad about it, but you're the biggest hypocr- you're the biggest liars that are here. You use Christianity as a crutch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and basically said that, like, neither of you should win, and it should have been Kathy. Yeah, Kathy should win, not you. Yep. And that was it. There was no question. Nope. Cool. Mic drop. <laughs> Sean comes in. Sean's like, hey, <laughs> ignore that. You deserve it. You outplayed. You outlasted. People get funny about religion. Give me a moral message that, about your game. Yeah. What have you? What, what's a moral message you've learned? Yeah. And Nalia's like, hey, follow your heart. I, I followed my heart, and it got me here. Yeah. And is like, I thought it through before giving my word. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, I think, no, she said she she wished she had. Or maybe that's later. She said something similar later. Yeah. Pascal basically said, I just would adopt everyone. <laughs> I want you both as my daughters. You're my daughters. Yeah. A joint win would be great. But that's not how this game works, Pascal. It's not. You know that. But we all know his vote. We all knew his vote. General, what decision that you made would hurt you? Yeah, but he started with, like, this weird speech that basically boiled down to never regret, never surrender. <laughs> like, I live my life to never regret anything, so what do you regret? He was setting up the question to be like, hey, don't say that you regret this. Yeah, no, I know. But what gameplay decision you made is going to screw you over in this tribal council? Tonight, yeah. Vesepi yeah. is like, Kathy, she's sitting right there. Yep. And Nalia's like, keeping Sean and V. Instead of going with the... Igor and Tammy. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, you're pandering. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't. Looking at that vote spread, it almost did. Well, but Igor didn't vote for her. Correct. And Tammy did. That is the correct... Tammy didn't. That is the correct people to go for. Oh, 1,000%. Zoe has an unhinged congrats. Basically says, like, "Ah, it should have been me because I worked really hard. So and Jeff, I don't even think Jeff knew if she was done. Like, she kind of just trailed off, and Jeff's like, thank you, Zoe. <laughs> it's Zoe's unhinged truths. Oh, God. Should we go, should we go on that website again and find some more? <laughs> Kathy. Kathy had a separate question for each of them, which I yes. do like. Kathy's is basically, Nalia, did you ride anyone's coattails? Mm-hmm. And V, you said you were going to wait to be approached and never set forth on your own. How could you do that and not feel like devious? Yeah. Yeah. Their answers were okay. Answers were okay. V V had a really good final tribal and it won her the game. Mm -hmm. I think that she answered, like, she had a vision and she prepared. And Nalia's whole thing was, gosh, golly gee, I just love you guys (laughs) so much. Ah, heck. Everyone saw through it. Except for Pascal. (laughs) Yeah. Well... Not everyone, because I I do think that she answered this question better than Vesepia did, or Kathy's one specifically. So I, I agree. If Kathy was looking for a final nail in the coffin to vote for Nalia, it's there. I agree, and Kathy seemed to agree because V kind of stumbled and was like, "Did that answer? Or is that did that answer your question?" Kathy's like, "No, no, but thank but, you." All right, John. Integrity is important to me. I'm Johnny Pots and Pans. Yeah, that was weird. Who says that? <laughs> Did anyone say that? Was there that? an inside joke we didn't know about? Yeah. Integrity is important. You both lied. Why should I give you my vote? And V had a better answer. Yeah. So overall, I'm mad at the edit of this season, even though I really like this season. Mm-hmm. 
hearing how focused V was and how conscious we several times, or at least me, several times of course the season like, why did V vote that way? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But she had reasons and we were not privy to them and were never told. Why would you do that to your winner? Like if she if she only made it to like final six or something, like I get it. Mm-hmm. Because that like it wasn't the most influential thing. You only have so much time. Her vote wasn't important there, whatever reasoning. That's your winner. Yeah. Why are we not getting a little more insight into what the fuck she's doing? I want to hope that they did it because so many were case-by-case scenarios where you don't want to give away the answer. But still, we didn't get any, like, close-up, hey, will she, won't she, of Vesepia. We never got to see Vesepia strategizing. Yeah. And it made it look like she was getting dragged around, but that does not appear to be the truth. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. And final comments. V, I wanted questions. I wanted people... I didn't really get questions here. I wanted you to make a conscious decision about who you want to win this game. Yeah. So, almost like scolding the jury, which is a bold move. Well, kind of. She said, said, those of you that asked questions, those those took me back, and those were really good questions. I wish I... But yeah, then got into scolding. Yeah, like, hey, this is a game. It doesn't say that, but essentially says it, like, very nicely. But I really liked it, because she's basically saying, like, hey, remember, you guys have a big decision. Yeah. Like, I know that your butt hurt. Don't take this lightly. Don't take it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nelia goes, oh, well, just take it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I consider my love and compassion for you all. Day 24, I started to play the game. And that's what, that's really her sticking point through a yeah. lot of this, was that, Day 24 turning point. And she tries to use that as like a, so if you knew me and we built a relationship before day 24, there was no gamesmanship in that. You can trust that that was genuine. Yeah. You knew me, but then I had to play the game. Yeah. I had to make decisions. I had to drag Pascal's ass into this game. (laughs) That's true. And then the doctors had to drag him out of this game. (laughs) And then drag him back in, hooked up on IVs. Can you imagine having him at Tribal in an IV? They wouldn't do that. They might do that. They might do that. (laughs) Anyway, Jeff hops in a helicopter. This is the most excruciatingly long segment of any of the seasons we've seen thus far. They were clearly trying to fill some time here. They had like 10 minutes to kill. And I don't know if that was caught in this awful time gap of, well, we we have too much for an hour and a half, but not enough that we can like really make more stuff happen for two hours but they make more stuff happen for two hours anyway we see jeff get in the helicopter we then see the helicopter in new york we hang on the statue of liberty we land somewhere jeff gets out of the helicopter hails a taxi Mm -hmm. gets into the taxi we spend i mean it was probably only like 45 seconds but but felt like 13 full minutes watching jeff sit silently in a taxi I thought this would have been the best joke, is realizing that it's the cash cab. <laughs> I mean, there's, or like anything, putting any type of bit in there. Yeah. They silently go, get to Central Park, he gets out, he tips the uh, the cab driver, asks for his receipt, and like, it took me 20 seconds to say those things. It takes so long it in the episode. It took a very long time. And part, <gasps> of, part of me is like, this is... A little bit of post-9-11 pandering. Yes. Some of it is for sure. Especially the Statue of Liberty shot. Yeah. But 
silently sitting in a taxi is not 9-11 pandering. But they also do this thing where they're like, they show the driver's eyes. And I kept expecting them to like, I don't know, do this bit where it's someone famous. Yeah, or like somebody being like, hey, wait, you're Jeff Probst. Yeah. (laughs) Don't I know you from somewhere? Just give me the Central Park. And I, I don't know where they started, but it certainly felt like they were not driving directly through to Central Park. It no. looked like they drove through Broadway. And I'm like, that doesn't seem right. From my... Times li- Square. Yeah, they drove through Times Square. Yeah. From my limited Spider-Man swinging around, <laughs> I, I don't think that that's how that works. Anyway, we read the votes. And this is close again. Every final tribal, except for, I think, last season's has been really close. It's a 4-3 split. And I liked how they read these votes. Me too. It was two for Vesepia, three in a row for Nalia. And you're like, oh, I guess Vesepia doesn't have any more votes. Yeah. And then they read two more, both for Vesepia. Yep. So it was smart. I was very surprised she won. Yeah, tell me I, more. Well, I just, first of all, I, I did not expect that jury to give her the win. Igor and Tammy, I did not expect to vote for Vesepia. Especially Igor. Yeah. So, good on him. I think Vesepia played the better game. I agree. I wish we had seen more of it. Incredibly frustrating again. We now have two male and two female winners, and the male winners, we've gotten to see a lot more of their game than the female winners. But you pointed out an interesting fact here, that of all the winners... It's really showing diversity here. It's a, it's, so even though the seasons haven't been diverse, the winners have. We yeah. have an, an out gay man, yep. an older woman, a, uh, a Jewish man, and a woman of color. Mm-hmm. That's very shocking. Much better than what it could have been. It, it, like, looking at the makeups of the shows, like, if you just did it by probabilities... It'd be at least three out of four just white dudes. Yeah. It'd be Hunter up there three times. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants that. No. (laughs) So yeah, Vesepia wins, collapses on the ground immediately, kind of rolls around for a bit. Sean drags her up onto her feet. Who's the other person that like ran over to her awkwardly? I remember. Oh, I did want to talk about Sean's vote when he like raised up his vote. John gets in there for the Right. Sean and John. Sean's vote when he when he like at for his final vote for Sepia, it is it, first of all it's filled with so much joy and that's something we've talked a lot about like the struggles of people of color in this in this season because that is a lot of the conversation with Sean yeah and a lot of conversation he brings forward but like it's also important to celebrate marginalized communities joy. And he is so joyous in voting for Vesepia and drops the most stereotypical line that I loved every second of, of like, we're going to go out for chicken and waffles after this. It, he, it is, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It is a great time. You're, you're not helping your case here, Sean. Yeah, I mean, yes, but. But I, I like it. I, I like the friendships and the bonds that we're, we're poking at here. Yeah. Great. And I do think they had more of an alliance of convenience than alliance of, like... I mean, V kind of talked about it, like, you know, we're, we were on the same tribe. Like, we were there from the beginning with each other, but, like, I, we weren't locked in the entire time. <laughs> like, they didn't, have a, they didn't have a death pact like Pascal and Nalia. Yeah. So, I think now's a good time to kind of skim through the emails a little bit of thoughts that people said throughout 
as we went here. So some of them are going to be from 12. Some of them are going to be from all, finale here. All of them are calling me stupid. No. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no. If you would like to email us, feel free to do that. SurvivorTBT at gmail.com. At SurvivorTBT on Twitter. You slash SurvivorTBT on Reddit. Send us messages. Anyway, jumping into Josh's finale email. Just want to... We've held on to this for a while. I want to make sure it gets said. First, I want to highlight all the work Sean and Vesepia did on the Survivor Diversity Campaign. That's Hell yeah. That's kind of what we're talking about, that they really led the charge of fixing Survivor for people of color. Good. And I, I am truly glad that to all the work that they've done. There's been a large outcry by the online community for several years by, to bring Vesepia back. Here's a little clip of the recent interview she gave on why she hasn't been brought back. And there's a couple reasons. So the very first um, Survivor All-Stars, I did get a phone call. No, I'm sorry. It was, it was an email. You know, we're just contacting people to see if they would be interested. And then I said, yes, I'd be interested. And that was the last. Any of the other ones, not even a phone call, not even an email. No. Even winners at war. Even winners at war. He said it was our oversight. That is all he said. He said, Vesepia, I have to be honest, it was an oversight. And I said, well, that's a shitty answer. So it it seems like Survivor really did Vesepia dirty. And Blacklisted Sean and Vesepia for some yeah. reason. And I wouldn't expect that from Vesepia. Like, I, or for them to do that to Vesepia. Mm-hmm. Like... Sean, you kind of expected it a little bit. Yeah, he's outspoken about his beliefs, yeah. and that will, that is about, at the time, uh-huh. controversial beliefs that not everyone wanted to hear. Vesepia, not so much. She's not as outspoken. Mm. She has, you know, she straight up said, like, I don't think race has been a thing on the island a couple of times, and is a very devout Christian that yeah. plays well to CBS's base. Yeah, well... Hold that thought because as we go on to Josh's other points, everyone thought that Kathy deserved to win and thought Vesepi was boring. Well, kind of, and it's kind of the edit's fault. I don't. It think... It is. I agree. I would have rather had Kathy win, but not because Vesepi was boring. Yeah. I think Kathy had more interesting gameplay, but also we didn't get to see Vesepi's gameplay. Kathy got put in more interesting situations. Yeah. And played them very well. But yeah, no, we never got to see Kat, we never got to see Vesepia be like, oh, I should do this or I should do this. It just happened in the background. Yeah. The best moment was that deal with Nolia. Yeah. Or actually both deals both in deals. this episode. Yeah. Two, production team had a strong hatred for the season due to miserable filming conditions. The last second change, all of production slept in tents and were destroyed by the no no bugs. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Which is hilarious because it's such a good season. Yeah. There were tons of race card and religious hypocrite accusations by the media against her at the time. Of course there were. Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell was the reunion host because she was the biggest celebrity fan that Survivor had. and was constantly giving free stuff to contestants. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about the... We'll talk uh, about the reunion in a minute. Some notes. Nalia runs her own corn dog food truck with a survivor theme to it that's okay. funny it's featured on a tv show pascal stepped down as his position as judge yep we talked about that good stuff thank you for that why has the leah never come back i don't know 
Hmm. I, I, I don't know. If it's, maybe some of these will have them. If you guys have answers yeah. out there, let me know. That's so wild to me that like a winner was not asked back. Yeah. Like so, they just didn't ask back the winner for all stars. Correct. Wow. It hurts. It really does. Yep. You could take all the reasons why I said Vesepi doesn't come back and apply them to Sean as well. Yeah. We yeah. talk about that at yeah. length. Up to season 34, the loved ones of the voted out players were just turned around in their travel. Oh, oh yes. Yikes. Okay, well, I was wrong. Hilarious. Ouch. Big ouch. The reason why everybody stays in the location for the entire season is not because it's remote, but it's to avoid spoilers. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Hmm. And... Uh, everyone has to return home at once. We'll get there in two seasons, but it's why season six was completely spoiled and everyone knew who won before the season started. Oh. Yeah. So, part of the reason. Wow. Okay. And I also got an email from Josh saying, excited for the final episode, wondering if I misspoke about the finale being on Monday and assume that it'll be on Monday to avoid potential disappointment. I misspoke. I thought there were two episodes left because in previous seasons it had done yeah. five and four or four and three, but that we didn't do it this time. But hopefully this is coming out on Thursday. Hopefully. Hopefully. Steven's editing. I'm going to get it done. Thank you. I want to. Anyway, Carl, Carl, juicy one for us with uh, Sean agree. I think it's. The race stuff is part of why he doesn't come back. There are two other things that are pretty well-documented reasons, though. Sean wasn't well-liked among the 2002 audience. I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, that's what we that's what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, people thought he was angry and militant and generally didn't want to see him again. Yeah, because once someone that... Once a black man starts talking passionately, they get labeled as an angry black man. Yeah, it's something Barack Obama talked a lot about, that he had, he had to constantly watch his voice modulation when he was campaigning. Fair. To avoid that label. Yeah. And like I said, I, a lot of it, I, a lot of it assured the race stuff and people not liking that he brought up race or whatever. Two, Propes is on record as not liking the season very much at all, mostly for the horrible filming conditions. And there are widespread rumors that because of this, he played a hand in sort of trying to scrub the season from the show's history. It's it's such a good season. It is such a huge season. Like you can you can say that like oh yeah logistically it was a nightmare but look at the end product and tell me that it's bad yeah like you can't and all that said though really happy that we like Sean he's one of Carl's favorite characters of all time yeah. in the show and he's pretty polarizing but not everyone shares that opinion I think he deserved the All Star spot so much more than Boston Rob <laughs> yeah I agree. Based on what we see here, I absolutely Yeah, I mean, well, I, that's all we can go off of because we don't get, like, sure, Boston Rob could win All-Stars and it still doesn't undo that fact because we don't know what Sean would have done. Uh, also read in his interview that producers would drop them off in a boat after Tribal Council and make them swim back to shore in the dark. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Jesus. Also very interesting, if you say Vesepia has great emotional intelligence wanting to air everything out. But it's actually more devious than that. Vesepia constantly says in interviews that her strategy was twofold. Puffing up alpha males. Beautiful. She would often give compliments to Hunter and Rob in an attempt to boost their egos so they would be more abrasive in camp life, thus making them a target. That's brilliant. Devious shield. Two, starting drama in subtle ways. She made it a point to have the tribe get together and air stuff out, knowing full well would lead to blowups. That's funny. That's Good on her. Because she does. And he, 
goes on to say, like, too much drama when she calls that out. But she's very crafty. Yeah. She's smart. She mm. would set the tinder box and be like, oh, no, someone lit it on fire. Yeah. Row 24, a couple of last notes. Row 24 wore black to signify they were still in an alliance. Jesus. Weird after they all broke down, yelled at each other, and said I never liked you. And also voted different ways at Final Tribal. Yeah. Yeah. The music is very well done during the campfire argument scene. The low bass is ominous and uncomfortable. I don't know. It just works really well. Yeah. I hate the phrase pukey sick. God, Nelly is annoying. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. I don't know how I just like tuned out the white noise that is oh my heck over and over again all season. <laughs> couple more racial phrases from Pascal. It's like we owe them something and saying Sean is able to describe his position very well. Peep Sean oh. rolling his eyes at what an articulate black man comment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's some good stuff. Thank you. And from Tyler, I'm blowing through these and I'm sorry for that, but we're at this for a while. From Tyler, really glad that you made the turnaround on Kathy to Jared. A little worried that because of the pace you're watching the series, not exactly binging, but a little faster than normal, that her annoying behavior at the beginning would be fresher in your mind, which would prevent you from making the transition from hating to loving her that everybody else made. No, I think I'm, I, I'm not going to be right in all of my opinions, uh, obviously, but I think that I'm, I'm pretty good about not sticking to my guns just because I said something <laughs> like in the past. <laughs> like I'm not stubborn about it. And assuming the finale doesn't ruin it for you, which I really don't think it will, having seen it, I'm also glad that the trend for you having season ranked in sequential order is stopped here. Making some assumptions, but we'll get to it in a hot second. Everyone in the final four had two votes going into the final four, except for Pascal, who had zero. Which is really ironic, given what happens. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and something else I want to talk about, you kind of alluded to in this episode, and you said that about Kucha back in season two, but I definitely think it applies more to the row two four is that they were unlucky scream time potential wise in that they were both on a dominant tribe that only went to one tribal pre-merge yep but then also got picked off by a counter alliance shortly after the merge yep. after boss and rob went home there was no reason to show them early on but also no reason to develop them since they were in a losing position they and, were jobbers yeah yeah they were straight up cannon fodder makes me wonder how they would have been portrayed in a season if they would have kept the winning streak. Yeah, I, I think if John... If and Aaliyah didn't flip on him. John probably would have been seen as much more of a mastermind. He would like, have been we seen probably as a hero. Hmm? Would have been seen as a hero. Oh, 1,000%. Like like yeah. He would have been, a, a, like, a Rich or a Lex type. Yes. And then one final one that I want to note before we go on to our rankings... Josh points out that they allegedly had to reshoot a couple of jury questions because everyone was too nice the first time. Huh. Which makes me think that some of them... The reason why there weren't as many questions and more comments was because of that. However, Vesepia does point out that there weren't as many questions. So... Yeah. I know they have to do that for TV and try to make it interesting for the audience. But just interesting thought. Hmm. All right. Jared. Yeah. We have the big board. Look at this big board that I have in front of me. Mm -hmm. That's BB's face. It's, I pointed to the big board. The big board right here. Your season rankings. Currently, they stand as one, two, and three. 
Where does this one plop up I, on your big board? I, I do wish I could remove one and put it in like its own like side bubble. Sure. Um, but I mean, this one is the top. This one, it goes four, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the best season and it's not even particularly close. <laughs> I think that V is not like as much as I love V, her edit's not very good and she's not the strongest winner, but I think she's a stronger winner than Tina or Ethan. Like, I think she played a better game than either of them from mm. what we've seen. I mean, I know there's also questions of, like, how dominant Tina was and, like, what we saw versus what we didn't. But, yeah, hearing that background information, hearing the stuff through the season of, like, V telling people ahead of time, like, hey, by the way, you're going home to, like, stir some of that shit up. Yeah. And the pillars of what she said at the end being things that she planned from the beginning and being, if you're paying attention, it being there the entire time, she's good. And they just waste her. <laughs> but yeah, this whole season start to finish, like everyone kind of discovered what the game was and the dam broke open. Yeah. So I will show you your beautiful new list. Marquesas at the top. Yep. Beautiful. Marquesas, Borneo, Australian Outback, Africa. I think Africa's going to be down there for a while. <laughs> you might be right. I think Australian Outback and Africa are going to be down there for a while. I hope they're going to be down there for a while. <laughs> so... Let's quickly skim through, we've been on this for a while, but let's quickly skim through the reunion show. <laughs> one, Rosie O'Donnell hosts. She's somehow worse than Brian Gumble. It's wild. We we ride in on Colby's motorcycle, and it only gets more unhinged from there. Colby just seems so uncomfortable with that whole exchange, too. <laughs> Colby, the one actor, is like, no, I can't do this. Oh, we start right away with a group sing of the Gilligan's Island song. What the fuck is this musical number? She doesn't know the rhythm. It It isn't a good song. She's not on pitch. She's it's not a, a mess. Like, Did they rehearse it? <laughs> Ever? And I know that Rosie, Don Rosie O'Donnell is like a good actor because she's been in really good movies like A League of Their Own. But singing, she doesn't know how to like voice modulate. She doesn't know how to use tone. She's singing in a rhythm and also that's wrong. Too. Or speaking in a rhythm and that's wrong too. Yeah. But like the song keeps key changing, but she's always in the same key. <laughs> yeah. Drives me nuts. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So that happens, but they add lyrics. This is the one we've said that previous seasons, like you don't need to watch the reunions. That's true. Honestly, you should watch like the first 10 minutes of this reunion just to see this train wreck. There were some good moments. I think that train wreck was a disaster. You can't look away though, and it's it's now a beautiful moment in Survivor history. That was such a bad train wreck that Norfolk Southern is adding it to its list of services. <laughs> Ooh, how relevant, Jared. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Weird moments. Pascal says Nalia is pristine. He's a judge. He likes to be verbose. Nothing, it's so funny. For somebody that ha that is problematic in parts of the season, like, I never felt like Pascal was being creepy. I never once felt like he was being creepy towards Nalia. Sure. I'm gonna leave it there. Oh, no. No, I'm just like, uh, knowing what we know and knowing that, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of malicious intent. I still, I mean, hey, I, you know me. Yeah. I'm not one to jump to the defense of the old white judge from rural Georgia. Yeah. But... My gut felt like there was never anything weird going on there. Yeah. We don't even know how old the, the public defender was. That's true. V 
always told herself that she or she had a, a post-it note on her work desk said I will be a survivor and then when she found out she was on the show she changed it to soul survivor I will be the survivor yeah which must have been very confusing for her coworkers. <laughs> I will be the survivor. Thank God this was not this was in the age before office shootings and school shootings were oh more god. common. Oh my god. Or that might have been a cause for concern. Oh, this is post-Columbine. Yeah, but it's not as rampant. That's fair. <laughs> it's sad how many mass shootings we've had this year. Yeah. America, you have a problem. Fix it. Hunter doesn't have a voice for some reason. <laughs> Apparently he was partying too hard. Go off, King. Go off, King. We dwell on the pee story for way too long. Way too long. Rosie O'Donnell's really into it. Really into the pee. We we show Sean singing, and it's not a good clip. Sean is apparently a good singer, but Mm. this isn't very good. Yeah. I also will say we did get one funny anecdote out of the pee story, which is basically John says that it helped right away. But Kathy had a lot of urine to get through. And so he's yeah. like, do I leave my hand here even though I, even though we're done? But she's, cause she's still peeing. Do I pull my hand away? Do I let it? Like, which one is polite? We gotta just let it happen? Just, all right. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Rob was glad that Sarah brought her boobs. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell's like, Sarah, I see you brought your, I'm glad you brought your boobs with you today. And then they show her on Cleopatra and they ask Boston Rob, who got, very little screen time, but for some reason they just pan to him in like this really awkward <laughs> close-up, which by the way is the thumbnail on Paramount Plus for the reunion. Oh yeah, it is, is that shot. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm glad Sarah brought her boobs too. <laughs> Kathy brought her bangs. I hated her bangs. It's, yeah. From what we see of Kathy, it's not the look. No. Sean's balls are okay. Thank God he got a girlfriend for some reason. That didn't make any sense. No, seems like a non sequitur. Was he saying, like, my balls are so damaged that thank God I already got somebody locked up? I don't really or understand. Or I'm so embarrassed, thank God I have a girlfriend already, that they like I don't have to be out in public trying to find someone, and they're like, hey, you're that balls guy. <laughs> yeah. And then to end the night, we have a big bowl of something awful for you to eat, and they all eat a blindfolded gummy worm. Yeah. But they all get Saturn views out of it. Wild. They, that is the biggest giveaway I think I've ever seen on Survivor. That's insane. Every single person, every single cast member got a free car. Peter, who was on the show for three days, got a car. A free car. Insane. Sean gets two cars. Sean has two cars. I think Vesepia only gets one because she didn't participate in the... She was handing oh, out. yeah, yep. But like, man. All right. <laughs> I mean, Vesepia gets a million dollars, so I think yeah, she's she can fine. buy herself another car if she wants to. She could buy a whole lot of Saturn views. That's true. Shouldn't. It's a bad investment. <laughs> so with the with Nalia then and Vesepia, where where are they now if they don't come back? Vesepia, we got a little bit of. Vesepia, we got a little bit of. I don't have a whole lot of information on Nalia. I I tried to look, but there just isn't really anything. Okay, she stayed on the spotlight. Pe- yeah, people talk a little bit about like why isn't she in later Survivor? Why didn't she come back for All Stars? Mm-hmm. And like it's all speculation. Nobody really knows anything. So I would like to people who are more in tune with this or have done a lot more research send us this stuff. Sure. I would yeah. I would like to hear your thoughts. It feels like she would have had the amber slot if she had wanted to come back or like it the the sort of like sweet young girl mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Cause I'm just trying to think of like who are the bottom of the list. Yeah. That you invite to all stars. 
I wouldn't be surprised if she just said, no, nah, I did mine and I'm out. Yeah. I don't like how the, how the TV made me look bad, so... Yeah, I, quite I probably. Bad. Or like, hey, that was... Well, I mean, you said filming conditions were rough. Yeah. Like, they were like, if she's like, hey, I don't really want to do that again, I'm yeah. good. Or like, I mean, she is in Utah, she's Mormon, like, maybe she wanted to settle down and have a family right away. I don't know. Did that count? Now they send Mormons out on, like, missions for two years? That count as her mission? Oh, uh, well... Ask the tribe mates. Did they, uh, were she they convert any? To? I doubt it. So yeah, that's, that's all the information I got for today. All right. Do you have any final thoughts? Any, like, how you think any of them would do in future seasons? I know we talked about, Kathy will be back, so you don't have to do that one. Yeah, I mean, I can, Kathy in All Stars, I think she now has a big target on her back, being mm-hmm. a fan favorite. I, I don't. I want her to make it far. Sure. I'm worried that she won't because of that big target. And she was shown to be very smart and sure. very good at the game. Um, but also there are a few years in between, so maybe it's it true. time to cool down. It is true. Yeah, I think before we do All-Stars, I'll, I'll try to like, I'll basically rank where I think everyone will be. Fair. Which will be thrown off just by who wins immunities, but yeah. whatever. Nalia, I mean... Nalia had no right to make it as far as she did, to be perfectly honest. She didn't play the game for the first two-thirds of it. Yeah. So I I don't see her... I mean, she made Final Two, of course. You're not going to do better than that, probably. But I don't really see her... She didn't get dragged along, but she also was in the right place at the right time. Like, the fact that she had her eyes open so abruptly by the machete challenge... Mm -hmm at a time when they actually could flip the script is a very unique set of circumstances that I don't think happens very often. So I, I think she's a pre merge or like just after merge vote. I mean, she, she could be a first vote for her tribe. Don't forget. She was on the tribe that never lost immunity while she was there. And then when they did, they had Sarah. Yeah. So, (laughs) and then wait, no, they didn't have Sarah. Yeah. They voted out Sarah after the tribe swap. Oh, after the tribe swap. Yeah, the first vote the first vote that Nalia took part in was Sarah. That's fair. Yes. And then Gina. Yep. So yeah, I, I see her as an early vote in most seasons. Okay. I would agree. Yeah. She played well with the cards that were dealt, but she was also extremely lucky. Yes. With the cards she was dealt. What about Vesepia? Oh right. No, I I think Vesepia like I said, I think she's maybe the best winner we've had thus far. Mm-hmm. I have to piece together a lot of background information for that. But she was playing a lot. And hell, maybe I'll give the I'll give the editors one little bit of grace. Maybe the Sepia wasn't even telling them what she was doing. Sure. Because why? Who does that help? If she doesn't care about being the star, yeah. If she cares about winning, then yeah, you don't have to tell them your exact plans mm-hmm. all of the time. Maybe she didn't even know. Maybe, like, you build it as you come. Like, oh, and there definitely was some of that. Yeah. But, yeah, I I think that she would do... She can keep a low profile. She's not bad enough at the challenges that you need to get rid of her. Sure. Like, she's better at the challenges than Nalia. She won some individual immunity challenges. She seemed like she was good at puzzles. This season did not have a lot of early puzzles. So you don't have to get rid of her before the merge. She's not drawing a whole lot of threat. And she knows how to properly, like, put a shield between her and everyone else. Mm. 
I think she makes Final Four, like, nine out of ten seasons she participates in. And none of that was apparent to me when I was watching the season, because the show or her did not want us to see it. All right. I, I mean, that's all I have. Like, yeah. Let's, let's end this, baby. Would, would you like to do the honors? With a... <clears throat> That'll do it for this season of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Always a pleasure to be here with Jared. Jared, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this. Next we go to Taiwan. Thailand. Thailand. It's very different. Taiwan land. (laughs) Taiwan land. (laughs) Yes, we we start season five. We'll kind of keep you in the know. Watch our socials. There may be a break between seasons. There may not. It, we're going to try to line up some uh, another guest here to start the season. Uh, we may have a bonus episode in between. We will have a bonus episode in between. Oh, okay. You have one? Game planned? Changers. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yes, we will be watching the Game Changers Survivor. If you would like to watch along with us, go look up Dropout. It is a subscription service. They have, I believe, in season four, the end of season four, it's either season four or season five. They have an episode, a double episode of Survivor. They do Survivor on Game Changers, and it just literally is, for the most part, Survivor. So we're going to watch that. It's going to be really funny. If, if you want to watch with us, find a way to take a look at that. Anything you'd like to promote? XCOM 2 is a good game, <laughs> and they're never going to make the third one, apparently, but it's very good. <laughs> I recommend it. Nice. If you like strategy games and hate yourself... That's XCOM, baby. It's a very... Well, I guess in my brain, I'm like, that's a very niche. And then I stop myself. So I'm like, wait, never mind. <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> I feel like that, that Venn diagram is a circle. It's a, it's a circle. <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything to promote. I am dead inside. Yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> so, I will end this as we always end it. For my co-host, Jared... This is Steven. My host, Steven. This is Jared. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Season 5 coming soon. Woo-woo.